and welcome to The Matrix. I wanted to make a noise there that was what The Matrix would be, but I don't know what the noise would be. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, what, what does The Matrix sound like? Who knows? Are we in a simulation? You're listening. Like, yeah. Like somebody clacking on a keyboard. I can't do that. I'll fuck up my laptop. Wait, I'll do it in my... Can you hear that? Now we're just doing ASMR, aren't we? Yeah, we're just doing ASMR. Tonight, we're going to tell you seven facts about the Matrix. <laughs> I've got a pop um, shield, so I can't really do ASMR very well. <laughs> yes, it's Crystal Myth Podcast. If yes, you have already guessed by now, if your host Leslie and Mark. Woohoo! Are we in a simulation? I said previously that I think we were. Didn't we say in the last episode, uh, and this could be a glitch in the Matrix for our listeners, that this was going to be about VHS? If you know what VHS is, that is. We kind of... I feel like I couldn't explain it to you properly, so then I couldn't explain what it was. Once I tell the story, we'll get why we're doing... Yeah, because we didn't... Yeah, we didn't actually announce that we were doing glitches in the Matrix as a topic, but we decided that it's going to be difficult to find any weird stories about VHSs apart from like the plot. It of the effectively, race. is a glitch in the Matrix story though. But okay. Yeah, I think we both had the same kind of issue where we were trying to find like <laughs> weird alternate reality out with reality mm. VHS things, and I just kept getting either things about the film VHS things yeah. about like fake VHS like found footage type mm. films and TV shows and stuff or or things about like 10 biggest bust ups on reality TV like over and over again that sounds fun I mean yeah but I, I ended up watching like some women's thing on YouTube about like The Bachelor and how I've never the, watched I've never watched an episode of it either but I did listen to like nearly two hour long YouTube video about how the women think the producers encourage like gaslighting and domestic abuse and things like that. Very interesting. Doesn't relate at all to what we're looking at, but but remember the Big Brother incident in the UK, Celebrity Big Brother. That could be a sort of glitch in the Matrix thing because that was really fucking weird and hilarious. Remember David Bowie died and Bowie's ex-wife Angela was in the big Celebrity Big Brother house, Angie Bowie. But they also had David Guest, right? So David Guest was asleep in one of the bedrooms in New York from a shot of, what was it? A shot of love or something? No, it wasn't. It was the the one she's a flavour of love. Flavour of love, right? She was in. (laughs) She, she's, um, she says to, well, no, they tell Angie Bowie that David Bowie died. David Bowie died, her ex-husband. And then she goes to New York. Why the fuck would she tell this bitch this? I don't know. She goes, here, can I, here, you can't tell anyone, just, just, David's dead. And she's like, what? She didn't even listen to the rest of what she was going to say. And she immediately thought it was David Guest. And she started screaming, no, not David, David's not dead. Oh, my God. And Angie Bowie's like, oh, for fuck's sake, what have I done? What have I done? I should have said anything. Why didn't she just say no, David Bowie? The better bit was after she, she ran into the room that David Guest was in and realised that he wasn't dead. He wasn't and then dead. Shouting at Angie Bowie that she was a liar. But then no, when she, she explained that she was else. talking about her husband, she was still like, "No, you're a liar." 
Yeah, she made what? a to everybody else, but Angie Berry saying, she told me that bitch told me he was dead and he's still there. <laughs> but the funny thing is, David Guest actually did die not long after that incident. So, <laughs> so weird. It's one of the greatest moments on television I've ever seen. About, like, And Big Brother, like the normal Big Brother, there was a really funny incident, which you shouldn't really laugh at, but it was funny as fuck. Whereas a Scottish guy and he's blind. And he's an, I think he's an albino. No, he wasn't. It was an albino in it. But he's blind. And he's in the pool. He's called Mikey. <laughs> he's in the pool. <laughs> and two of the other guys are playing. I think they're playing like with a ball. They're throwing a ball at each other. <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> one of them throws it really hard. And it veers off and smacks Mikey clear in the, like, in the nut. In between his eyes. And he's like. Ow! What the fuck? guys and they're laughing their out because he's blind he didn't see it coming that was a glitch in the matrix really for him yeah. <laughs> so funny yeah if you can look up that clip the clip mikey gets hit um from big brother gets hit in the head <laughs> i just find people getting hit smacked in the face just hilarious I'm, i've got like an old-timey sense of humor like slapstick days like someone gets a cream pie in the face i think it's the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> The uh, myth child also finds people hurting <laughs> themselves hilarious. Yeah, because it's classic. It's just like watching other people fall over or get like smacks in the head. It's hilarious. The other week, and to be fair, it was really rainy and really icy, so the guy shouldn't have been <laughs> doing this, but there was an old guy. I would have said he was in like his 80s. <laughs> I'm laughing already. He was <laughs> riding his bike down the hill outside our house, which is very steep, and we were coming down it, and he ended up skidding so fast on the ice that he couldn't, couldn't stop. <laughs> And like fell out into the road, even though I'm laughing now. At the time, I was obviously like, "Oh my god!" And like passersby that were further down ran to help him, and the child was just absolutely decking himself and was like, "Why are you not to be like? Why are you not laughing?" As though someone had set it up for us to laugh, and I was like, "No." But the man might be really, really hard. And he just kept going. He just went right off. Wee. <laughs> I would be the same as a child. I'd be like knotted over <laughs> laughing my ass off. <laughs> oh man, you've got to laugh at these things if you don't. You do. And again, it was, to be fair, really stupid of the old man because I, I mean, it was that way that it was so wet and icy that I was doing like a penguin walk down the hill and I was like, yeah, yeah if you're like an octogenarian, why are you scooting down the same think, icy, wet hill on a I bike? It's worse for old people because if they take a hard fall, that's them going away that they're dead. They're dead. They're not going to recover. No. So happened to my grandpa. He took a hard fall. He never recovered. Really, it was a slow downhill until he died. Same with my gran. So old people falling over. It's a bit shit for them, but it is funny to look at. (laughs) That was terrible to say that, but yeah. I suppose it's the way you fall. It's the way it happens. Like not all falls are funny. Like someone falling off a cliff is not really that funny. But someone getting hit accidentally in the face with a Greg's bag. That's hilarious. <laughs> Do you remember that interview? I just I, I watched it over and over again so many times it never gets old. It was like a news reporter or something. He was interviewing this guy on a serious topic. And he stops after he's answered the question. And this Greg bag just smacks him in the face with the wind. <laughs> the sound of it in his face (laughs) anyway I love shit like that it's so good 
um, yeah, so where were we? We were talking about the glitch in the Matrix, but like, well, I'll tell you the proboscis look story and then proboscis. What is a proboscis night? Hang on, let me just think. The proboscis is like what you get on like the front of a moth. Yes. Like a probe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because when you said that last week, I wasn't sure what you meant and how it relates well, to a video. The proboscis look story is famous for being this like weird story on the Star Wars forums. Right. Okay. That is not something I thought I would ever hear come out of your mouth. <laughs> Specifically, it's a Star Wars forum post number uh, 26,043,490 because they're logged in number. That's got to be the most nerdiest thing I've ever heard you say. Thank you. I don't think I've ever been on the Star Wars forum. The the idea of it kind of scares me because the type of people that go on there are probably, I mean, I've heard like how much they hate the, the Ray films, like the new ones. So... I don't imagine they're very nice people. I mean, it's just some of them. I mean, okay. it's just specifically the sexist ones. Who are right. racist too. Okay, so... This what, man doesn't say anything sexist or racist in his post, but it is... Right, weird. what has this got to do with Star Wars? And the, okay, so there's this discussion about bigger look, <laughs> which is... Bigger in Star what Wars. sense? <laughs> uh, I was going to say in inches, but that doesn't really answer your question. Wow, in height. Is, okay. So there's this uh, weird Star Wars theory that due to all the cloning madness that happens in the Star Wars universe, that the original trilogy follows two different Luke Skywalkers and it's basically two sets of adventures and one of them's slightly taller than the other. It's just like a jokey geek thing. Like nobody actually thinks it's real. But So people were discussing this and this post came up on it. So this guy says... Uh, when I was a kid, I had this surreal and slightly terrifying experience. I watched a VHS of the special edition of Star Wars A New Hope with my mom. I believe this was in the late 90s, around about 1998, but I couldn't give you an exact date, so I apologise for that. Would it have been that? Because the, the, the special edition came out, I specifically remember, was about 97 because my dad took me to see Star Wars, the original Star Wars, well, the remastered one in the cinema. He was quite excited about showing me it. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Would have been around, around, he's right, would have been around 97, 98. Well done, proboscis look, man. So, he (laughs) says, I was approximately 11, maybe 12. Basically, we were watching the part of the film where they're on the Death Star. At one point, they get confronted by stormtroopers. Luke's nose suddenly started to extend into this grotesque and strange flesh-coloured elephant-like trunk. He then Ah! began to flail it about in the air, making elephant trumpet sounds. These scared the stormtroopers off. I vividly remember this even to this day because I was absolutely terrified. My mum was really jarred as well. She was confused, but she was trying to calm me down. (laughs) Princess Leia then says, that's enough proboscis Luke. And on this, his nose returns to normal. The film also then continues the way it would normally continue. Every subsequent viewing of this VHS was completely normal as every previous viewing. We had already watched the film multiple times prior to this incident. So that precludes it being some strange edited copy, which should be weird in and of itself. Mm. When I asked my mum about this recently, she said that she still remembers the event um, and that we used to sometimes talk about it when I was younger. 
she said it felt somewhat demonic. It's like something was trying to fuck with us through the VHS. This recent uh, talk on here of the bigger look hypothesis <laughs> kept making me think of the incident. So I thought I'd post in here and see if anyone else remembers seeing this or anything else equally strange while watching the Star Wars films. And did anyone else comment on it? Not really. Like, basically, people have commented on it saying no or do you think it's a glitch in the Matrix where you're watching Star Wars from another dimension, that kind of thing? I mean, I guess so, because see, when you were telling me that story, I pictured what he was watching immediately in my head. Yeah. And I was thinking, do I have a memory of seeing that at any point? Because it sounds like it could have happened. I could visually see, like, at first I laughed and then I'm like, yeah, but it sounds like that could have happened. It's the bit where he says that Princess Leia says that's yeah. enough for Boss. Because, look, for some reason, when I read that bit the first time, I was like, yeah, I can imagine a bit in the film where she, like, puts <laughs> her hand on his arm and is like, that's enough for Boss. Like, and then the proboscis goes away. But I was thinking maybe it was a helmet, a special helmet or something that grew a nose. But now, the, the longer I talk about it, the more absurd that seems. But then when you... But also, George Lucas was gaslighting everybody because he added his own like he backed he walked scenes back and he added in cgi scenes that weren't there in the previous ones plus it always pisses me off that he replaced the original darth vader actor uh, or what's his name anakin uh, with the one that played anakin and the hayden christensen Christensen. yeah because the force ghosts at the end of the return of the jedi it used to be the original guy who when they took off the helmet you see his face you know it's all fucked up and that and he's white, and I don't know why I'm saying he's white. Well, I would expect him to look like James L. Johns. <laughs> he's done but he is like especially white. white. He's like yeah, he's really white, translucent, Vaseline white. Yeah, and an old man, right? Clearly an older guy, which makes sense because he is older. And then at the end of the Jedi, you see him, the original actor who played Anakin as Darth Vader, and then you see, and I don't know whether it was. You know, the the stuntman guy that played Darth Vader initially, you know, they did over his voice, Dave Prowse. I don't know whether it was him or a different actor. And then it was Ben. Oh, 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 did they replace him as well? Oh, that would be annoying if they replaced uh, Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. That. Yeah, did they? Fucking hell. I don't know if they did. And, you, and the ghost of Yoda, who they can't really replace with anyone. <laughs> you know, he's not real. They'll redo it now and replace him with Grogu. Yeah, with Grogu. Yeah, they replaced him with Hayden Christensen, and possibly they might have done the same with Ewan McGregor. I don't think they would have dared replace him, Alec Guinness, with um, Ewan McGregor. But I wouldn't put it past him now to do that. And it's like he's wiping out that poor guy's role in that movie and saying oh no actually he doesn't matter let's just retro um fit fit what i think should like to fit in with the sequels that he put in i think that's i just think that really pisses me off but then again when you think about ai that's gonna fuck with people like was this yeah i think when the guy was watching it as well because if you were watching it now you'd be like oh somebody's obviously hacked into disney plus for 20 minutes and made weird things happen in the film but yeah like now yeah you could probably see that happening and vhs is is weird because it's difficult to do anything with a vhs tape 
if people know what VHS is, it's, it's a tape, like magnetic tape or something that images are recorded onto. I don't really know how it works. But you can tape over it and stuff, but I don't think you can edit it unless you physically take a bit of tape out, cut the tape, and then glue in. That would be quite an elaborate process. <laughs> Because that means it would always be there, but they're saying that when they watched it again... Yeah, the next time they watched it, it wasn't there anymore. You'd have to physically cut the tape and then glue in a piece of tape with that scene, the proboscis nose, and then take it out again, which doesn't make any sense. Whereas now you could easily just edit that in with AI. And it's so easy to fuck with people that way. But that doesn't explain how he's seen that. It's like when I think back to my childhood... I don't specifically remember seeing an advert come on the telly with a scary man with massive cheeks advertising toothpaste. And I ran into my grand's kitchen and refused to come back out because I was terrified of it. And my grand's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, that's the man from my dreams. He's scary. Like, he, that's the guy that was stalking me. Big fat cheeks. Yes. Please don't say his name. He's really, that actually chills me to the bone. <laughs> I will uh, come back to... Is he well, a part of the Matrix? Where did he come from? I know I had a vivid imagination, but that disappeared. So, like, was I tapping into something there? I don't even know where that where that came from or what I would have seen. Did I see that? No, did I see that advert first somehow and then Big Fat Cheeks came into being? Or was it he there before and i just seen this advert and associated it with him? But why would he look so terrifying? Or did I see a picture of Henry VIII as an old man? Because he kind of looks like Big Fat Cheeks. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, that made me rethink what Big Fat Cheeks looks like in my head. He's a whiner what he looks like. He's fucking horrible. I don't imagine I do. I don't particularly want to see the real uh, Provoska's look either. So no. people had suggested that it might be that he somehow ended up watching a version of Star Wars from an alternate reality yeah. or that it was a VHS tape that access to glitch in reality, which is kind of what I said we were going to do this week, but that is a very yeah. difficult thing to research. Yeah. Also, though, <coughs> there's a couple of people that suggested that it's actually real. That you really somehow in my mind, it. I feel like it is real. So the reasoning behind it was so hold on until I find this we note that I have. I thought maybe he was um, he was cross referencing. He was somehow confusing it with the pink elephants on parade scene from Dumbo. Because obviously he said he's an elephant like snout. But then it's the fact that his mum watched it as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. But, so somebody flagged up this old Reddit post that was basically like, so during the 90s, my dad rented a VHS tape. Um, but when he went to take it out of the box, it was blank rather than having like the sticker on it. Uh, we put on the tape that was in the box and it consisted of different disturbing videos. Uh, I can only remember some of them. There was a man doing a bungee jump, but the rope was accidentally too long. There were men eating the brains of a monkey. <laughs> and the last clip before my dad turned it off was so strange. And he said he couldn't tell whether it was real or fake. It looked like some strange ritual where a group of women cut a man to pieces while he was still alive. Mm. All the clips looked real. Has anybody seen anything similar? But 
basically the people on the Star Wars post were then pointing out like that obviously seems insane to be like oh we rented like I don't know face off and this is what was on and said but it wasn't until almost two years later that other users started to comment on the original reddit post saying that that actually is a real video they said yeah that's a video uh, called the faces of death faces of death yeah i know that's yeah. notorious uh-huh oh, so it's I, notorious I think it's all actually existed, but obviously this guy posted sorry actually no, the original poster was a girl this girl was, uh, mm-hmm. had posted saying that like obviously her and her dad had watched this and it seemed like it was a a glitch in the matrix because it didn't make any sense that they were watching this thing that definitely didn't exist and then obviously you have people years later being like, oh, no, that does actually exist. No, Although that does. still doesn't explain the fact that him and his mum watched the same tape later and it didn't have Proboscis look in it anymore. So so I don't I'm, know. I'm going to become obsessed with this Proboscis look because I really want to watch that scene. It pisses me off that I can't watch it. I really want to see that. But I can see it in my mind. Like, I can see the film. I can see the stormtroopers. I can see that. Why would that scare the stormtroopers? So that's yeah. I just think, what the hell? George Lucas knows. We have to hunt down George Lucas and ask him. <laughs> he knows the secret to Proboscis look. The other possible explanation is that yeah. they could both have had uh, an Realty. infection. Oh, like a viral yeah. infection at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which sounds slightly crazy, but a Michigan University study, this isn't on the uh, Star Wars forum, I researched this bit myself. So a Michigan University study said, it states, seeing, hearing or perceiving things that aren't really there and seeking early help for this can make a big difference in diagnosing medical conditions. These medical conditions include... Uh, those that would jump to mind immediately, like schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, socio-affective disorder, um, delusional disorders. I don't know. But you can also experience psychosis, which alters what you see, hear and perceive of aspects of reality. If you are suffering from a bout of major depression, drug or alcohol-induced psychosis, a minor or major head injury. A viral infection, the early stages of brain's disease, brain diseases such as Huntington's and Parkinson's <sighs> disease, tumors on the brain, cysts on the brain, okay. early signs of dementia. Also, if you are being put under severe stress, anxiety, or have been uh, finding a lack of sleep, and they found that at, that around three in every one hundred people alive mm. today have experienced psychosis as an effect of one of these things at some point in their lives, although many don't realise that. Okay, that's the scary part, because you don't know. But also, I'm not buying it, because why didn't this happen? Why why didn't it happen frequently to them or over the years? I just don't understand why they have the same... Rather than one of the other things, then if they both had a viral infection at that point in time, their perception of reality would then be altered. So it's possible from this research from Michigan University that one of them had a break and like a psychotic break which caused them to perceive the Star Wars film incorrectly (laughs) and then when they started telling the other one about it because they had the same viral infection that then made them perceive reality incorrectly as well. So why are they seeing the exact same thing? That's what I don't get. Yeah, that is again because there's two of them that is the issue. 
like you can see that so you can both be suffering from this psychosis at the same time and see the same thing but obviously that is rare yeah extremely like i was reading a story this guy said that he had a dream like he was um i have a dream it wasn't um (laughs) mk jr mk jr who's that (laughs) 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 see i am scared because i can't remember things and people tell me that they happens and I'm like I have no recollection of it but is that early onset dementia is that what it's like no I think that's the opposite of psychosis no I just mean not a psychosis but I'm talking about in general like glitches in the matrix because if you start losing there's like gaps in your memory then it will feel like there's a glitch in the matrix when those gaps are filled back in again because you couldn't remember and then they appeared again so it feels like you've just suddenly gained information out of thin air does that make sense no i get what you mean like you suddenly you get a flash an image in your head that you were like you suddenly remember oh that actually did happen but then you start to doubt yourself and go but did that happen because i have no recollection of it before but it feels like it did (laughs) that sounds so confusing but no i get what you mean I'm trying to work out from what you mean whether or not if that happened to you you would perceive that as being mm, like you know how if you forget I feel like it's still like almost the opposite of a glitch in the matrix though because instead of you being like oh I saw something somewhere that shouldn't be there it's like somebody's telling you you saw something and you're like I have no idea what you're talking about mm-hmm. that would then be like a glitch in the matrix to them not to you right but it would seem matrix. like that if you know what I mean some guy said he had the, there's something called the jemé vu, which is the opposite of déjà vu, which means instead of thinking you've been there before, you have then you suddenly have no recollection of who you are or where you are. I guess you kind of get that sometimes if I wake up in a hotel or something and I'm abroad, and I suddenly have the fear that what the fuck, where the fuck am I? I don't remember being here, and then you suddenly really remember you're on holiday. Bed. Yeah, in your own bed as well, it can happen. Is that because your people bed? quite often talk about that happening when you like wake up at somebody else's house or on holiday, but I've never yeah. had it there, but I have had it very occasionally in my own bed where I'm like, yeah, I wake weird. up for a minute and I'm like, where the fuck am I? Like, like you shouldn't be there. What is this big antique mirror doing here? Yeah. Whose bed is this? There's not a window like this in my room. And then after a minute or so, I'm like, oh no, wait, this is exactly out of my room. Because you get stories of people who've said that they remember sitting like say on their porch and they were going to order something they had their debit card in their hand and then they took a drink or something they looked down and then all of a sudden the debit card wasn't there and they couldn't order it and they're like what the fuck happened and then they start to go oh shit I better cancel my cards and all that and order a new one and then when they come back the original debit card's sitting exactly where it would have been all along so is that your mind or like is that your memory going and you don't remember putting it down, but somehow your, your brain's so. blanked it out. But it's been there the whole time. But in your mind, you think it's gone. That's a weird thing. Like when I was taking work? the meth child up to see Joe the other day, as you're aware, uh-huh. we almost missed our coach because similar makes no sense. So I packed everything that obviously we were taking with us and put it in like a wee bag, and then I'd put like my jacket and his jacket and my wallet out. 
and then we I was like right let's get sorted and leave and I was like oh my wallet's not sitting on my jacket anymore and I was like that's weird I literally folded my jacket over and his jacket over put them at either sides of the door and then put my wallet on top of it and I was like where do I put it so I emptied all the pockets in my jacket looked for it looked for it looked for it couldn't find it anywhere I eventually started unpacking the bags because I was like I would put it in the bag so I checked in like the little slot in the bag that you put your wallet in and it wasn't in there and I was like, no, it's not anywhere. And then I realized that, like, I was wearing joggies to travel in, obviously, because they were more comfy. So I'd, like, wrapped up my belt and put it in my bag. And my wallet was wrapped up in the middle of my belt. But you don't remember that happening at all? I don't remember that happening. It doesn't make any sense because what? I'm like, I don't remember it happening. And I distinctly remember folding my jacket in half, putting it on the floor in front of the door instead of on a hanger, and placing my wallet on top of it so I remembered to put it in my pockets. Like, I remember doing that. So how does that explain where your wallet was? Yeah, it doesn't. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And the so fact you've that literally even... had a glitch in the Matrix there. Yeah. Um, I feel like if I found it in the bit of my bag that I put my wallet in as well, I'd have been like, that's weird. <laughs> I don't remember putting it in there, but I wouldn't have thought anything else about it. But the fact that it was in an entirely different bit of the bag, not the bit that's for putting, like, your wallet and your phone in that in. And again, like, wrapped up in my belt. Like, I had a ring that I loved that David bought me, and it was a, a, a simple crystal ring that had a clear crystal on on either side and then a big red crystal in the middle. I loved it, and I used to wear it all the time, and I wore it to work and when I worked in Morrison's, and I swear to God, I, put, I took that ring off, I put it in the locker, and then one day I went to look, and it wasn't there, and I have no memory of where the fuck it is, and I've never been able to find it since. And it drives me mad because that's the last place I remember having it. And I just don't know where the hell it went. And I wish that I, I could have these experiences some people have where these things then just turn up again out of the blue. But it never has. <laughs> I feel like and I always wonder to this day, where, where is that ring? Because it must exist somewhere in the world. It has to. I think that works with what you were saying as well. Of like, is that a glitch in the Matrix? Or do we have like some sort of early signs of dementia? Because yeah. It just doesn't, it's neither scary. of those things make any sense. I'm like, going to tell one of the stories that I found when I was looking at like different people posting about their experiences in the Matrix. Okay. I was going to tell this one last because just a, it was like short, but I quite enjoyed it. But I think it kind of relates to all the things we're talking about. Yeah. Um. So one of the ones I found, some guy posted and said, I have an experience with a glitch in the Matrix. One night I fell asleep while in my tent in the wilderness. I then woke up in my own bed at home the next morning. All of my camping stuff was put away. My car was in my drive and the campsite that I was staying at was 20 miles away. What? That would, that's just fucked up. Like, yeah, what? that's the full post as well. Because loads of them I was reading and there were like several paragraphs or several pages. And then there was just that wee tiny one. And I was like, oh, I really like that one. It's so weird. But then was it all a dream? But then he's camping. Did he maybe intend to go camping? But he had a dream about being camping and then woke up in his bed. It's fucking weird. Like, there's one I read about where a guy, like, he is, uh, he fixes boilers or something. He's a gas engineer. And he had a dream where he went to this old lady's house. Um, He spoke to her, had, like, you know, conversation, fixed her boiler and all that. Then when he woke up, he he got a call to say, go out to this woman's house turned out to be the exact same before he even got like he, he drove up to her house he instantly recognized it as the same house from his dream and he walked in in your name 
he said oh hi mary and then she went hi gary and he was like but i haven't told you my name she went yeah i had a dream that you were you were the one that was coming around to fix my boiler and he's like what i had a dream that i was coming around to fix your boiler as well that's How weird just... it's very matrixy because it's like a repeating bit of the game like it's glitched and also yeah. it made me laugh because when when you said and he went i haven't even told you my name i really want you to go and she went well i didn't tell you my name either you fucking bitch <laughs> that's so good <laughs> and there's somewhere they've like had premonitions of like a car crashing and or seeing a car crashed in a ditch and then later on they actually do come across a car in a ditch somewhere so I guess that's like you know in the film The Matrix where you see the classic and uh, scene of the the women in red, the sexy women in red, and she doesn't seem to fit yes. in around everyone else. There's stories like that where people have seen. Um, there was one woman who she was walking her dog out at this park in the woods, and up ahead of her she seen another person walking their dog. Uh, or was it a guy telling the story? I don't know. But she's seen another person walking a dog. But it looked like he was sort of moonwalking because the way he was walking, it didn't look in proportion to the speed he was going. Like his tor- upper torso was moving and he didn't seem to be getting anywhere. And her dog started freaking out. Like it didn't want to go anywhere near this figure with the dog. But she's like, no, I need to check this out. So she walks towards him, but she's not getting any closer to him. And then eventually she gets to the place where she's seen the man. And he suddenly she turns around and the man with the dog is in ex- the exact same place where she was looking at the figure. <laughs> so people said that she, that she decided to actually just nope out of there basically and get the hell away. Yeah, I think I would have vomited. <laughs> it's such yeah. a weird story. So it was like she was watching herself watch the figure of the man with the dog. Do you know what I mean? Like they'd switch places all of a sudden. Yeah. And then she told her friends about it and they said, well, it could have just been the mist and the, the, the light reflect, reflecting or refracting. So you're seeing your your own shadow or something because it's you and your dog. But she seems to be convinced that she's, she's just watched herself in the future or something. Or there's some sort of weird circle going on there. That would freak me out. Yeah, that's bizarre. Like she's looked into the past and seen herself watch herself. And then chase herself, if you know what I mean. How do you explain that? That's so weird. There was one that I read that was quite similar to that as well about it was a woman that had said that her and her husband were driving into the parking bit on a large ferry. Mm-hmm. And as they got on, there was like a woman, like obviously coming out of her car and moving towards, like to then go into the bit of the ferry where you'd be on the ferry. And there was a guy coming out of a different car in a different bit of the car park. Who, they obviously weren't together doing the same thing. And as they started to drive to go to their like allotted space, the woman stopped moving like entirely right next to her car. And the guy stopped moving entirely as he was walking towards the road. But like they were both entirely stock still. That's weird because I read a story similar to that where there was a guy and he was with his family and they needed to go get some petrol. And they found this petrol station, but it got really, really busy all of a sudden. Like it wasn't busy before, but this place was like chock full of cars and people. But then one of his kids pointed out, uh, Dad, nobody is actually moving. So every single car, every single person that they saw were just like mannequins. 
and then they were like, fuck this, and then left. Again, I think that would make me sick. That would make me sick. I don't know why my automatic response to glitches in the Matrix is <laughs> vomit, but... It, it well, they didn't leave, because like obviously they couldn't, Lynch. they were on a ferry, but the woman oh, said yeah. that basically they kept driving I... until they found their allotted space, but she was kind of like, as if, am I imagining this or what's yeah. going on? And she said as she was driving past where the people, well, where the first of the people was, her husband was like turning her head to look, his head to look. So then they obviously spoke about like, are you also noticing these people aren't moving at yeah, all? Like, it's not just their eyes thing. aren't moving, their mouths aren't moving, like nothing on them's moving, and they're clearly not doing a bit, like they're not even together. And they were like, yeah, that's freaky. And she said then as they got up almost to the space that they were going to park in, both the man and the woman started moving at exactly the same time as though they hadn't been stock still. And then That's just went so and got weird. onto the main bit of the ferry. It's like someone said when they they said there was a sort of fro it was like time had frozen. So they looked at their clock and it it said like nine forty eight, right? And they went into the kitchen and they made themselves what they said was an awesome sandwich and some crisps and a drink. And then when they got back in to where the clock was, they, and and that would have taken them some time to do. And they got back in, they looked at the clock, it was still saying nine forty eight. And I'm like, well, then maybe the clocks just stopped, right? But then she looked at all the other, like, clocks, and they were all the same. And then eventually she seen them just switch to, like, change to 8.49. From, like, back to normal. That's weird, (laughs) but I feel like I've had something similar occasionally. Not where time's completely stopped, but, like, have you ever had the thing where say it's like 245 mm-hmm. and you'll go and you'll do something but like oh it'll be like 245 and I'll be like right so I'll like make a cup of coffee sit and have a cup of coffee like watch something on tv for 15 20 minutes and then go and do like some actual housework or something and then I'll be like oh god it'll be time to do x or y soon and then you go back and look at the clock and it's like 248 and I'm like <laughs> You know, that's three minutes that doesn't make any sense and then same as you're saying like you'll look at your phone and be like right <laughs> but then I always find I say always as if this happens to me every week but that's happened to me like four or five times in my life but then later on in the day uh-huh. like genuinely I'll do like basically nothing where I'll be like oh it'll be whatever like 5 p.m and I'll be like right I'm just going to quickly nip upstairs and like grab that thing from the top landing and they'll like run upstairs and come down and then it'll be like 6 30 and i'm like no that that like has happened to be like four or five times admittedly ever in the time period of being alive but that has happened to like time does freak me out like, yeah like, time is so weird because yeah like if you're bored and stuff time doesn't fly in but then when you're doing something interesting it seems to just disappear so I guess that's more of a relativity relativity thing. But no, even though I can't explain this because it didn't make any <laughs> sense to me, but I feel like I maybe mentioned this to you before, maybe on here before, and it was to do with when the thing that I just described happened once. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I kind of tried to look into it online and mm-hmm. I didn't understand it, but it was, I found this stuff from like physicists talking about how time doesn't work the way that we perceive it to work. Yeah, we think it's linear. yeah. But it's not really. And we just kind of perceive it that way. So actually, from what I could understand from what I was reading, it was like, (laughs) yeah, sometimes you can do two hours worth of stuff in three minutes. And sometimes (laughs) 
you'll then do nothing at all and what feels like a couple of seconds will pass by but it's actually been hours to like balance out when that's happened because i don't know i I can't get my head around that kind of shit because the way we perceive time isn't just as again i don't know how to explain that in a way that makes any sense because i didn't understand Mm. it but it was like we perceive time in a way that isn't how time works so when our brain tunes in with how time is working it then has to force correct because that's not how we perceive time oh god have you seen the film the favor with anthony hopkins no i really recommend you watch it because it'll fuck with your head it's basically You'd think he was in a glitch in the Matrix, but it's basically to um, illustrate or filmically show what it's like to have Alzheimer's because time's all over the place for him. So one minute his daughter's coming in and she looks like, oh, what's her name from Peep Show? Um, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman, yeah. See, again, I can't, I can't remember people's names. And then, and then the next scene, she's a different actress, and he's confused. And, and then you see subtle things like pictures on his wall disappear and change to something else. You'll wake up, and his room looks different, or his kitchen looks different, and you don't know whether he's like remembering things from the past, or you don't know which one's real or which one's him forgetting. Like one minute she's saying, "Oh, I'm going to Paris. I'm going to leave. I'm going to Paris. I've got this lover." or this boyfriend or whatever and the next thing he's talking to his daughter and she's not going to pass and she's got a husband and you're kind of confused and it really does make you put you in the head of someone who if that's what being someone with Alzheimer's is like it's it just feels like absolute hell because you don't know what's going on it, it, to them it feels like a glitch in the matrix every fucking day yeah that sounds horrible yeah so I definitely recommend that film if you want to. Um, yeah, the film sounds very interesting and it sounds horrible, but. Yeah, and that and that's why you get people with Alzheimer's who suddenly lash out in anger because they're confused, they don't know what's going on, and and it's the only way they can respond because they don't know. Some sometimes they see their daughter, sometimes they see a complete stranger, so that's why they'll lash out people and lose their temper. Because anyone would. You've gone mental. Yeah. You don't even know your own like house anymore, and then. Yeah, but it, like if some random man walked in here and I was like, "What are you doing?" and the guy was like, "It's me, it's Leslie. I've come to visit you." I'd be like, "Yeah, eh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah exactly." And I'm like, "Mark, it's me," and you're like, "No, you're fucking not. Get out." <laughs> and then I'll come in the next day and you'll recognise me, and think, "What the fuck was that all about?" And it's just strange. Or you wake up and you think you've got, like, you remember having, like, floral wallpaper when, like, 20 years ago or something. And then you wake up and all you see is, like, paint on the wall, like, yellow paint. And in your head, it's still 20 years ago, so you should have floral wallpaper. So it's always a suddenly overnight, it's changed from floral to yellow. So that's, like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. But it was always yellow wallpaper because you changed it. But you just don't remember doing it. So imagine how scary that would be. I mean, that does sound hellish. Exactly. And then you end up in a care home and you're like, how did I end up here? So, yeah, that's another kind of interesting discussion you could kind of have about, like, is being a glitch in the matrix sort of like having Alzheimer's? But for, like, 
a few seconds or something. Because for them, it's every day. Imagine the hell that that is. But again, like that study about it being that you might just be suffering from like temporary psychosis, which I suppose is kind of the same thing. Like hallucination. It does make me think of like when I had sepsemia and Mm. I'm sure I told you that I was, well, I kept seeing like this black goopy. (laughs) No, like, yeah, like black shiny goo that could kind of where was it on the walls and... yeah on the walls always on the walls out the corner That's of my horrible. eyes this is obviously when as we have discussed before i think i've mentioned on the podcast that i was really ill but i don't think i've actually so obviously as we discussed before like when i was really really ill and i kept going to the doctors and being like i'm really really ill and they were like no you're fine no, you're half, and i was like them. no i've lost like two stone and at this point in time it was like and i can see like this weird black blob out the corners of my eyes and even then that was before I actually got admitted because they were still like no there's nothing wrong with you <laughs> and I went to work I was actually strangely talking about this with one of my uh, higher pupils the other day because the boy was in my national class and is now in my higher class right. and we were talking about like perception of reality and I'd said oh do you remember when <laughs> I had said to his group like by the way I could like and started describing to them what I could see and he was like yeah that was nuts which I'm like yeah that clearly is like I kind of agree with what the study's saying where it's like why is that why is that doesn't mean that I'm saying that it's not a break in actual reality and as in maybe if you have psychosis you can see fragments of other realities or fragments of stuff going on that other people can't see I mean, I read a story about these guys and they were in Finland and they were went out camping. They left their car at the tourist car park. Then they wandered deep, deep into the woods and they said it was like close to the Russian border or something. I don't know if that's relevant to this story. And then they would use like shelters that were already there or sometimes they would camp in their tents. And they stopped at one place and there's literally nothing, nothing around them. Dead quiet. You'd hardly see any other people. Then one night they were sitting around the fire and they heard what sounded like construction sounds, like machinery. And they're like, what the fuck? We didn't see any of that. We didn't see construction sites. How the hell could we be hearing this? And they all heard it. And then they said that they they could hear like a sort of muffled sound of someone talking. But it wasn't inside their head. It was like quite like as if it was coming in and out of a like a sort of muffly speaker. And then you could hear the sound of the machinery again. And they were like, we need to figure out where this is. So this guy was like, well, I'll stay by the fire. And the rest of them said, right, well, we'll just um, go into the woods and see if we can follow the sound and find out where this is coming from. So he's like, okay, but don't take too long. And he was like, oh, God, I don't want to be left alone here. And then he watched his friends with their flashlights because it was dark at this point. And he disappeared into the woods and he's seen that their flashlights eventually dimmed away. So he knew that they were quite far. And then it seemed like it was like an hour went by and they still went back. But you could still hear the sounds of the construction and everything. And then two hours went by and then another half hour. And the music just like not music, the sounds just suddenly stopped as if someone had flicked a switch just immediately just went off. And he's like, where the fuck are my friends? Oh, my God, are they all right? 
Uh, so he built his fire really, really high so that they could maybe see it from wherever they were. And then eventually they did show up. He seen their flashlights and they came back. And they said, um, yeah, we, we couldn't find it. I mean, we were following the sounds and it just seemed to be, no matter how much farther into the woods we went, we couldn't get seem to get any closer to where the hell this sound was coming from. But it, was, it just kept going. And then it must have been like an hour and a half where we decided to... Um, that we should probably head back and that's when the sound stopped and the guy was like yeah but I was here two hours and two hours and 30 minutes and you're saying that two, it, it, you were only away one hour and half like an hour and a half what's well, then he's like it still drives me mental to this day because we still don't know what that was yeah that's bizarre <laughs> so were they tuning into another dimension or something or like, what was that? Someone also said that the, um, this didn't happen to me, but it would fucking freak me out. Because you know how I said I went deaf in one ear last week? And yes. it just happened. And then I, I was like, am I going to get my hearing back? And it was horrible. This person said the same thing happened to them, that they, they lost hearing, their hearing um, in one ear. And all of a sudden they could hear people talking, <coughs> like through static. You know, how you, like my when my ear went, I got ringing in my ear. But they could hear that ringing and they could also hear people talking inside their heads. Like they tuned into something and then eventually it just went away. Is that a psychotic break? Or is that just like an auditory hallucination? It's just weird. Like they thought that they'd maybe tuned into something when their hearing went and they somehow managed to listen to like another dimension or something like that. And then it was the voices were saying. I don't know. I don't know whether he, he could recognise what they were saying because he said again. He said it was it was like when you know how when we used to talk to each other on the landline and we would hear like yes. a sort of electronic voice. That's what he said that it sounded like. And it was as if when he got his hearing back, they always they, that the voices kind of knew that he was listening, and they suddenly all just stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane. These stories. But I don't know. Like there's um... a simple one. This guy said he was going down the stairs and he went past his brother who was coming up the stairs. They said hi and he sort of mumbled back. He went downstairs, walked through the kitchen, only to find his brother standing there. How the fuck does he be in two places at once? I mean, that would freak okay. me out. That is weird. <laughs> Have you got any other stories, Mark? Um, I've got another story and I've also got another study that I looked at. So I looked at this study by a guy uh, who's a professor of physics at the University of Portsmouth. His name's Professor Melvin Vopson. (laughs) Nice name. And he basically said that he thinks that we probably do live in a matrix. Because, I'm trying to pick bits out of the the thing that he wrote that make vague degrees of sense, because again, I'm not very good with So when he says matrix, what does he mean? That we're in a computer simulation? Yeah, we're in a simulation of reality. So what is reality then? So like, he said, in, well, okay, so that there's a reality, yeah, you're right, like there's a reality out with our reality where our reality has been created. By what? Because he does say in the article that that doesn't mean that our lives aren't real because like what you perceive is your reality. But he said if we look at the reality that we live in, elementary particles behave in a way that suggests that this universe must be fake the disorderly combination and recombination of elements 
should decrease over time. So basically, like elements combining to make whatever, like water, right? So, uh huh. So hydrogen and oxygen randomly combining to make water. He said that should decrease over time. So we should have less or less elements combining because they've already done that. Or <clears throat> I feel uh, like I'm going mad. <laughs> they should stay exact. They should stay at the same rate. So you should have the same amount of. Well, no, you shouldn't. You should have less and less. Okay. Over the past 16 billion years, year on year, you should have less elements combining. Right. Why, though? I don't know. To create compounds. Okay. But he said there is like an off chance that it could stay the same and basically stay at a static rate every year for the past 16 billion years. But if you look at it, it actually increases year on year. He said the only explanation for this is if someone has designed them to do this because there's no reason they would act like this naturally, which implies they've been programmed, which doesn't make any sense. I don't understand any of that shit you just told me. (laughs) (laughs) Is he saying that, like, maybe is that why we think there's a god out there or something, but he's actually just a pro, or he, I'm assuming. Kind of, yeah. So he's saying that people might say, oh, look at the way that, like, elements can combine to create new mm. compounds that can help humanity that shows that there's a god but he's saying well there's no evidence for god but it is true that that's happening and it makes so little sense the only oh. thing that he can come up with is that we're in some sort of computer game he also said the abundance of symmetry in our natural world makes no sense whatsoever there's no reason for symmetry unless a computer is deleting or compressing waste code this is why so many things are symmetrical and augmented realities, especially like highly well-designed ones. It's only done to save save storage space. But then are we a dream within a dream? Because we're creating AI, aren't we? We're creating then, things that come up with... <laughs> we're programming things. Yeah, that we're effectively like creating augmented reality in augmented, augmented reality. That's... But that brings us on to his last point that I thought was really convincing. So he said, logically, once we human beings have created convincing virtual augmented reality, then um, people will take the way in which we do that and will create multiple virtual augmented realities. So, for example, if somebody perfected it and created a game like The Sims where you could go into it and it would seem like you were in your real home and you could redecorate and so on. Well, people would then take that technology to create one where you could live in the old west or you could live in some sort of medieval fantasy world and so on and so on. That's like Westworld, basically. A bit like Westworld. He said, once we get to this point in our future, there will be many more virtual realities than there could ever be the one actual reality. However, if this were to happen and become sophisticated enough, we wouldn't realise that we were living in a virtual augmented reality. Therefore, statistically, we are currently living in a virtual augmented reality. I mean, I could probably believe that. There's an episode in Futurama where they do that to themselves. They create their own little duplicate versions of of themselves and they believe that they're in their own real world, but it's not. (laughs) And then they create other ones. And so on and so on, sort of like little bits, but to them they are in reality, and then they have to switch them all off. And it's like, don't I don't really want to switch them off because that'd be like killing an entire world. 
if you know what I mean. Like to them, it's like the end of the world. But to the other people, it's just like, well, we're just switching off a program. But then that is interesting as well, because oh. let's say that this was like an augmented virtual reality and oh. you're a character in the game yeah. and I'm the person that's in it that doesn't realise that I'm in it. But yeah, if I switch it off, that's murdering you because you exactly. can't. Exactly. Oh, I don't like it. I found another one as well that, not another article, just another... Uh, Sorry, yeah. Yeah, glitch story. So, uh-huh. uh, where is it? This just happened quite recently. I was heading towards a place from a train station that was being remodeled, and there's a huge chunk that's under construction. I got a bit lost in the area, and my Google Maps was telling me that I should go through one path, but I couldn't since the whole area was basically off limits, and I knew that I would have to take a detour. Right. This was some into some busy underpass with people going fuck off mark i'm actually looking at that same story right now as you're are you it's about a good it. story <laughs> no, but that's a weird coincidence it is <laughs> it's almost okay. like you're a fictional character already <laughs> off of my brain so um okay. so yeah. this was some busy underpass with people going to the platform and there was one big temporary plywood wall with oh. a big sign of under construction unauthorized access for bidding no entry this part then got pretty weird the plywood wall had a plywood door <laughs> and the people were entering and exiting it like it was a normal busy door completely normal looking people that looked like they didn't belong in the construction area even some old women entered it so then i thought the map is working fine so i decided i'll just go through the door and then it got even weirder on the other side was just a huge empty area completely no. under construction an area of sand, piles of gravel, some pillars and construction in the distance. The edge of the underpass was completely unfinished. I was really confused since I wasn't far behind the last person who went through the door. And I had no idea where that guy went. There was no path. It didn't look like there was some path where the people would have gone. And basically it just kind of goes on to say, like, none of the people that had gone through the door were there. Yeah, and then he said he ended up by saying that when he left the door, when he went back through the other side, people looked at him like how he looks at the people going through that door, as if he just spawned there. <laughs> that is so bizarre. Yeah, I mean, I came across a story. Again, we're talking about like computer games and things being inside a computer. This guy said, as often as every couple of days, I'll vividly remember being exactly where I am as it is. But at a different time, like repeating a cutscene in a video game, it's frequent enough that I've repeatedly I've repeatedly questioned the legitimacy of my existence. <laughs> I can't even get my head around that. No, read that again. <laughs> read the same thing twice on the podcast. Right. I got so confused halfway through that. He says every couple of days he'll vividly remember being exactly where he what he is as it is. So say like for example, we're talking now in a podcast, okay? We're talking okay. to each other, but he'll vividly remember doing that same thing, but in the past or a different time. And it's like a repeating cutscene in a video game. It's frequent enough that he's frequently questioned the legitimacy of his existence. So, say yeah. you're out in the garden doing like potting plants, he'll have an image inside his, like a memory of him doing that exact same thing but at a different time. And it that, plays out like a video game cutscene. 
seems I don't like know, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you think about it, like, do you, you have memories of being a child and doing things and that, but it, it may as well not have happened because do, for all you know, the only evidence you have are photographs of that incident or if you've got videos of it. But then in your mind, you're a different person and you can't really remember every every slight detail that happens. So it's like a really strange thing. And like I say, maybe those details might come back and it and it feels like you've never been to a place before, but you actually have because you've been there in your childhood, but you're just your brain's just forgotten about it. I read somewhere not for doing this for something else ages ago, but I found it really interesting that basically your brain doesn't like so when you <laughs> when you experience something your brain obviously records it as a memory, but mm-hmm. then it doesn't store it as memories forever. It like almost like you replay the memory and then your brain stores the memory of you replaying the memory. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and eventually, after like 10, 15 years, whatever, like your memory of going it's to the beach so with your gran yeah. doesn't actually exist in your brain anymore. It's like you've got a memory. A memory of the replaying of the memory of the replaying of the memory of the memory yeah. of going to the beach with your grand, but it seems like find, a vivid memory, but it's not I anymore. That, I find it fascinating how my boyfriend can recognise people that he's only seen once, like maybe when he was a kid in a film, and then when he sees him as an older person or whatever in another scene, he goes, oh, that's that guy from that one obscure scene. I'm like, shut up. And he's like, no, no, really? And then, and then I look it up and he's right. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? I mean, I find that bizarre in that I <laughs> actual example, but happens again fairly often, have had the experience where somebody has introduced me to someone and I've gone, oh, hi, I'm Mark. And they've gone, I know we've met like <laughs> times and then described some of the times we've met with me going like yeah Yeah, no yeah exactly I have that a lot and people think I'm just being ignorant and rude but I genuinely can't remember them people clearly think that you're just being ignorant ignorant the story the guy that I was saying it to where I was like oh I'm really sorry I can't remember and he was like there was literally seven people there there was like me you like these other people and I'm like yeah no sorry David would have the ability to recognize a face that he may be briefly seen at a party when he was like a teenager or something and then see them in a supermarket and he'll know instantly it could be someone he's never even spoke about maybe he just glanced at them and he'll know exactly who they are I don't know how he does it (laughs) Yeah, it's it's weird. And he also has this thing um, of the number 323, where he, he seems to think that that number is somehow haunting them. Like, <coughs> everywhere, like so, usually he'll see the number 323. It always comes up in his life all the time. Just that number, he'll wake up the time 323, or he'll look at a receipt and it'll say 323 on it. Oh my God, what the fuck's going on there? My light just suddenly brightened up on its own. I'm freaked out. I know it's probably that is weird. It's also weird but... because I, and this makes no sense either, but slightly freaked out when you said three, two, three, and I don't know why. 
Okay. Not when you told the story, just when you said the number three two three the first time. I was that like, is really that is really weird. I said three two three so many times, and that light, my light in my office room was really dim, and now it's like bright as if someone turned up the dimmer switch, but I haven't touched it. Fucking hell! <laughs> Maybe there's something to this three two three thing. I don't know. I don't know what it means. I don't like it. Yeah. Oh. I'm now that, putting 323 in my phone because I'm like, you're not, not only... Now that he's told it to me, I don't know if I see it everywhere, but it's like my sister was convinced, and I laugh at her for this, that she's convinced that she sees triangles everywhere. <laughs> so there's triangles on her arms and freckles, and then she looks around, she sees triangles, but that's just someone looking for patterns, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't get, I just can't explain the 323 thing. Oh, I'm looking at my clock right now and it's 2220. So that doesn't really work. I'm, I'm still trying to, I'm now just going through everything in my phone and typing <laughs> as though like I know someone that's called 323. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I mean, I know I don't, I don't know why I'm still continuing to punch 323 into different. In this is where someone said I spilled chocolate ice cream on my leg. I wiped it off, and there was still a pale brown stain in the shape of the ice cream splotch. I told my mother, who said it was a birthmark. I will swear under oath that never before that moment did I have a birthmark there. Hmm. Someone said that they were they were um they were eating cereal, and they were using a silver spoon or I don't know a metal spoon to eat their cereal with, and they dropped the spoon on the floor, but they literally seen it disappear through the floor instead of hitting the ground and they can't explain where it went because she went downstairs to look underneath the floor to see where it landed and it wasn't there as if it like just disappeared into some sort of vortex like a programmer had deleted it from existence basically (laughs) that would freak me out how do you explain that (laughs) my um, other one that's popping into my head of my actual although that's more my mum having a matrix moment but real life example which to be fair sticks in my head because i also found it a really hilarious answer um the myth child had asked my mom about like if we'd had pets and stuff when we were younger mm-hmm. and like what my first pet was because as you're aware from being my friend when we were younger i had quite a lot of pets when i was a kid um yeah and my mom had said oh the first ever pet that i had was a budgie which is true um and i was like yeah and she was like yeah that's your dad's first pet that he had of his own and then said it was a little green budgie called Shane. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, it was a little green budgie called Shane. And I was like, no, it was a little blue budgie called Max. And she was like, no. Okay. And I was like, uh-huh. Right, but then well, who's right? Me, because we ended up asking my ah! brother. And then he also hysterically laughed and was like, yeah, no, he didn't have a fucking green budgie called Shane. What are you on about? And she was like, <laughs> No, you did. You had a little green budgie called Shane. And then she shouted my dad. And he was also like, again, like, what the fuck? Although, to be fair, obviously, it was my dad. So he was like, I don't know what the fuck it was called, but it was blue. <laughs> and, but she was, she was like, no, it was called Shane. And I was like, I, now I just find the name Shane hilarious. Whenever, whenever anybody's like, my uncle Shane, I immediately start giggling because I'm like, ha my mom thinks that's what my budgie was called. I'm like, where, why did you think it was green and where did you get Shane from? But she's still like, no, I, re- I remember you having a little green budgie called Shane. And I'm like, well, okay, didn't know. Is she confusing your uncle with a budgie? 
<laughs> no, I mean like if other people have mentioned that I don't have oh, an article of shame. Right. Okay. I'm I was, you, I was again, like, specifically thinking like, of one actual instance where someone had said, "Oh, my uncle yeah, Shane's like going to be at something," and I started laughing, and they looked at me like I was mental, but it was because I was like, like my imaginary budgie. Because I generally thought I don't remember you having an uncle called Shane. No. <laughs> but if you told me you had an uncle called Shane, I would probably have to believe you. But then I'd be like, oh, "What?" I don't know, the world's strange and my mind is like kind of oh dear. I don't know. I mean I have vivid dreams and I wonder like this morning I thought where in hell did my brain come up with the imagery for that? And I'm always dreaming about going on holiday or vacation or something. It's just constant now, Mark. That's just all I do is like travel in my mind. And this I mean, time I was it is, but it's bizarre because I ended up in this place and I went outside. It's hard to describe because it's like a weird, surreal dream world, but it looked fucking awesome, Mark. There was people, it was like um, like a canal or a river or something. And there was bars right next to the riverside. And then they had what looked like sun loungers that you could just lounge about right next to the water and have drinks and then above that were like neon signs and everything so it was like a city and a sort of like weird river place and I'm thinking to myself where does my brain come up with this because I don't recognize this place it's not somewhere that I've been before so why am I here that's what I thought when I woke up because usually if I go somewhere in my dreams, it's obviously based on somewhere I've been before. Because how can you make up stuff that you you you, you possibly haven't like seen before? You can't do that. That's what dreams are. Do you know what I mean? But then it could be stuff that you've like seen subconsciously, if that oh, makes sense. Maybe, yeah. And, it's and your all... brain can like obviously recombine things that don't really go together. So then they seem more surreal. It's like an AI machine in the brain. Yeah. Technically, when you're having dreams, you're having like AI dreams, like AI images, because your your brain's taking all the information that you've gathered over your life that you maybe can't remember, and then processes it in the form of a dream, where, but it's all muddled up because you know how in AI sometimes you see something that looks real, but then something's off about it, like they've got maybe five thumbs or something or their eyes slightly different you know what I mean yes something off about them maybe that's what the brain does but then again I just don't know what it's tapping into I am this doesn't relate to dreams but I'm going to read you one of the I'm going to read your story because again glitch in the matrix eh? Mm -hmm. you will definitely have heard this one because every single one I looked on I wasn't going to read this one but every single list or whatever I found on the internet had this as one of the Glitch in the Matrix stories in it. And okay. I was like, that's not really a Glitch in the Matrix, but this is now at least the sixth or seventh time I've seen it that I thought okay. I can't find the other one I was looking for. And I just scrolled ra rapidly down this like random list and mm -hmm. it stopped on this one that I've already read five or six times. Okay, well, we'll end the podcast on that then. Okay, <laughs> it's a bit silly, but again, yeah, but clearly the universe wants me to read it. When I was about 10 or 11, I was going to the beach with my aunt and her friends. There were two cars of us. Have you read this one? No. I feel like that's more bizarre because it just keeps coming up for me. To get there, we had to go through a very large industrial area. We didn't know the direction, so our car, our car was following the other car. Suddenly, they did an unexpected turn 
And so our driver had to take a sharp bend too. In that moment, we heard a very clear, very loud voice from inside the car laughing and then saying, sharp bend, hmm? (laughs) What? (laughs) Now, again, I don't feel this is a glitch in the Matrix story, but the internet really wants me to read it. The driver immediately hit the brakes. We looked at each other puzzled. We all recognised it as a voice and recognised that it didn't belong to any of us. We realised that at the very same time the other car had stopped. The driver got out of the car in front of us and looked really scared. They came towards the car and shouted at us. Did, did you hear that as well? And they told us that they'd heard the exact same thing. Although it was, it also came from the inside of their car and there wasn't anyone else that could have come from around us because it was completely deserted. But they too heard sharp bend. Hmm. Do you know what that makes me think of in terms of a glitch in the matrix or they were in a simulation is that sounds like someone on their like playing like a racing game or a sim game and they've got their headphones on and they're making their own commentary you know like turning them around like actually physically moving the car around that bend going oh sharp turn huh? <laughs> <laughs> they heard that <laughs> so weird you've convinced me that that's the case which is also worrying because if we're stuck in a simulated driving game neither of us are driving so we're definitely we're background characters we're npcs yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> non-playable characters <laughs> it just makes you think what is the purpose of life <laughs> and when we die do we get respawned and have to do it all over again it's weird like in that scene in rick and morty where he goes he plays this game and he lives the life of just a really boring man uh, who runs a cart who like has a wife and he has his own carpet store he he just works all his days and then he dies and then that's the end of the game you wake up you take the helmet off but you actually believe you've lived this life (laughs) it's so bad but you've only been playing it for like two minutes or maybe half an hour, but you've lived in At least if we're life. NPCs in this game, that can't happen to us because nobody else would be nobody playing as us. Nobody would be playing as us, yeah. Or no, there was another story that David told me about a guy that was, and I'm, I might get this wrong because I'm just, I'm just telling it from memory, but there was a guy in a coma and in his coma, he lived in a completely different life, like similar to that game where he believed that he had a wife, children, he had a wonderful family and had a great life and everything. And then he was woken up from the coma. Imagine that. How much that would blow, blow your mind. Yeah, like that's... You'd live this whole other life and it turns out you were just in a coma the whole time. How fucked up would that be? It'd be like losing another family all over again. <laughs> you would have to try and get over that like, and remember what, that they so actually weird. exist. And two, you know how time works even more differently in your dreams. Yeah. Do you think that he was having his coma like his other life the entire time he was in a coma? Because in theory, he could have like that could have been like the ten minutes before he came out of his coma, and it just seemed like an entire lifetime. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like it was an entire lifetime to him, and he'd he'd met this woman, had kids with her, lived his entire life. But in fact, he was just a young boy in a coma. And then he woke up and he was he was there like for a few days or something, or maybe it might have been months, I don't know, but you know how people in comas are. Yes. Um that's where did he get You know how people in comas are. Well, is that, is that like a derogatory statement about them? 
Magamibal comas and their dream lives. I wonder what my mum went through when she was in a coma because she was in a coma for quite some time and was she dreaming? Did she did her mind go anywhere or did it just shut down or or what? Like how does that affect you? It's yeah. just so weird. Like the, the I, mean, I could go on about it all night. I mean it really is bizarre. Um and I guess maybe I don't like hallucinating because I say to myself, well I don't I don't want to hallucinate because I don't want to be not in control of my own reality. But then I'm like, well what is reality? Really? Yeah. You think about it. If you're hallucinating are you tapping into some alternate reality or the real reality? Or you know I mean? Remember you said that you felt like you were in a black and white movie? How did that feel to you? I mean, weird. <laughs> but were you thinking the whole time, why is everything in black and white? This shouldn't be. Or was it like, oh, I'm in a, this is my reality now? I feel I'm like... genuinely curious. I don't... Not a joke, sorry, I went to answer two questions at one time and then realised that's not true. Most of the time when I've hallucinated, which to be fair I have done quite a lot in my life, it just seems like that's the way things should be and I don't really question it. The exception being the weird black goop. Right, what was... The weird black goop, when that was happening, I was like, right, I know I'm hallucinating. Did you try and touch the black goop? No, like when I was describing it to those kids that I taught, I wasn't being like, can you see the black goop? I was being like, I don't know if what I'm saying makes any sense because I am very ill at the moment, but the doctor said I'm fine. And then was like, I mean, I can actually see and then described it and was like, I know it's not there because that makes no sense. But so in that one instance, <laughs> but any other time I've hallucinated, and like we've talked about this as well, that I used to hallucinate all the time when I was younger. Like every time I got ill, I would hallucinate the marmalade lady, for example. Yeah, but, but weren't we were discussing whether she was real or whether she was a ghost or or was she a hallucination? Don't or were know. you seeing spirits like the boy in the sixth sense? But that's the thing, like Who's big fat cheeks? Who is big fat cheeks? <laughs> I don't know if when mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't know if when you're ill enough to hallucinate You like are seeing something that is there, but just yeah. you can't normally see it because you're not hallucinating. That doesn't make any sense with the world like being stripped of colour because. Mm. Or wasn't it the case that people used to just dream in black and white before colour TVs? Yeah, that's so interesting, isn't it? But then how does that work? Because before there was television or film invented, people wouldn't dream in black and white, would they? They would just dream in colour, you'd think. I don't know. Or did because they... I have thought that before because never any studies about dreams and stuff like that never have the and what happened before that like yeah. did people even dream before the television was invented <laughs> I don't know was the past did the past even exist you know when you think about the past you might I, I, that blows my mind because I'm like these people actually you know when you look at an old portrait in a museum like Queen Elizabeth the first for instance you think she existed at one point and she was alive and wandering about but to me that just seems incredible like she just looks like like a, a yeah a, like you can't really yeah, imagine people can't... from that far back in time as anything but a fictional character yeah even exactly if and I felt, a real person uh and then i think well did all these people exist or was that just made up in my reality to do like, it's I mean? hard to think of that and think oh. of them having like human thoughts yeah which doesn't so make it but if you know what i mean like i feel like yeah again like to do with like tv record like if you look at like i can imagine 
I could imagine Charlie Chaplin, like, it doesn't seem bizarre to me to be like, Charlie Chaplin might have liked tomato soup better than chicken soup. Charlie yeah. Chaplin might have been walking along the street one day when he was really old and thought, I'd quite like to do a handstand. But yeah, for some reason you hit like a certain point in time and I can't imagine that. Imagine yeah. people from like the distant past having actual thoughts, which doesn't yeah. make any sense, but my brain for some reason doesn't compute that. Yeah, I get I totally get what you mean. They just you just can't believe that these people actually wander around like normal people. Because yeah. I guess because our perception of them are of these kind of out like I mean, like bigger than life kind of things like and you've only ever seen them in a movie or a play or something they may as well just be a, a character made up in a computer game for all we know yeah like again saying i wonder if charlie chaplin liked tomato soup better than chicken soup is a strange question but not a bizarre question <laughs> but for some reason saying i wonder if henry the eighth liked tomato soup better than chicken soup that that sounds like it makes as much sense as being like, oh, yeah. Darth Vader likes tomato soup better than chicken soup. Like, yeah. what sort of a question is that? <laughs> it's weird you're talking about Charlie Chaplin because I was watching his first movie that he made on film uh, in 1914 called A Kid at the Races. And it was literally just him. Um, and I was laughing at it. I was like, why am I laughing at this? This shouldn't be funny, but it was funny. It was basically just him getting in front of the camera and goofing about. So this guy's trying to record these boxcar races of these kids going down like, you know, a street in Los Angeles or something. And there's a whole crowd. And I don't think they were extras. I think they were just genuinely there to watch the race. And then they've got the like the actors with the camera running. And then there's obviously a camera filming the guy doing the camera work. And Charlie Chaplin just keeps coming into the shot, you know, like photobombing and stuff and constantly going in front of the camera, uh, just walking about. He's not even doing anything particular. Like early dome, Jolly. Yeah. And, and and then people are like looking at this guy going, what the fuck's this guy doing? Why is he why is he constantly coming into the shot or just doing walking across the, the roads? And then you've got the guy pretending to be the, the director of this and he just pushes them on the ground and is like, get the fuck out. I'm trying to shoot this um, this car. And someone had um, made, turned it into like a colour film, but you could see it was slightly off because his face looked a wee bit bloody and her eyes looked a bit fucked up. But I'm just like, I, I, this actually happened. And he was wandering around back in 1914, quite a young man, just pretending like this was early film. This is what he, he just came up with this character on the spot and then just pretended to ruin this guy's shot and goof around in front of a camera. And I'm like, well, someone, you could do that these days. And then, it, but that happened a hundred years, like over a hundred years ago. And I just, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> All of the people in that video are dead now, but they lived their lives. It's like, I don't you know don't where this brain goes, but you know how the whole like, and Frank is a bycorn yeah. yeah like that as well i think the thing about that that seems weird isn't that you could be alive today it's not even it, it, it's just the she yeah. could be alive today but i feel like she's just at the exact cutoff point of where that becomes weird where yeah. it's not weird <laughs> that like if somebody was like oh my 13 year old niece is bisexual i'll be like all right weird fucking thing to tell me not interesting lots of people are bisexual yeah but for Anne frank being bi isn't weird because she's 
or was a historical child. It's just weird because it's like, yeah, you don't think not because it implies that people were bisexual back then, because obviously they were and people had to hide it. Just it's just weird because it's like, well, no, (laughs) that sounds insane. Where are you going with that? (laughs) This makes no sense, but like, especially considering that she is famous for her diary. Like, yeah, but why would she have thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you had a certain point historically, <laughs> and it's just like, well, no, these people wouldn't have had an internal monologue, which exactly. doesn't make any sense. I know exactly what you mean, though, because you, you can't imagine like someone like, yeah, um, I don't know, <sighs> Genghis Khan going to his bed thinking, oh, I wonder what tomorrow's going to bring. What will I have for dinner? Do you mundane thoughts like that? You just think about the bigger events in their life that's all they are is just a series of events like Anne Boleyn for instance people talk about her constantly write loads of books about her but what were her normal thoughts about like you know I'm just gonna fuck about today and maybe I don't know have a walk over here and that like there's gonna be days being like Henry (laughs) has turned again will he go against me I don't know what to think instead of like I shouldn't eat in that like I don't know why I'm obsessed with soup, but like, I shouldn't have that soup right before bed. My stomach feels a bit weird now, but I'm not going to fall asleep. You always fucking do this, Anne. (laughs) Why do you always have to eat so late? Exactly. It's like, oh, whoops, I I did a little trip there on the pavement. Oh, I shouldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) I hope nobody thinks I look like a goon. (laughs) But the thing is, again, that seems like a bizarre thing to say, but (laughs) historical figures must have worried people thought they looked like goons. Oh. oh, it's like I used to imagine the Queen wearing leggings, and it used to be the most absurd thing to me ever. <laughs> you know, with her hairstyle, the way she wears her hair and everything. Imagine her wearing leggings and a jumper. It, it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever to me. Or her imagine sitting on the Queen toilet. wearing, specifically for some reason, brown leggings and a teal jumper and Tesco pushing a trolley. shit in the toilet you know <laughs> you that. i don't really think those things about charles because i, I don't give a shit <laughs> no you wear leggings if you want oh man i love it because i think now because i think it's so absurd because she's seen as a sort of regal always dressed immaculately kind of old-fashioned kind of woman right with her hair always the same and that kind of helmet style stuck in the 1940s whereas charles is more he, it wouldn't really you wouldn't really give a shit if he was wearing a tracksuit because he's kind of more modern anyway you know what i mean like william and harry who gives a fuck what he wear <laughs> doesn't really matter but the notion of the queen wearing leggings is just so weird <laughs> But then maybe people that are younger than us, like if you think yeah. Kate Middleton or the uh-huh. Duchess Catherine is apparently the TV thinks we must call her, even though her name's Kate Middleton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she just used to dress like a normal person that is our age when we were yeah, younger. She, did. She, she used to go out clubbing and she'd wear the same kind of mad shit that we would wear, like yes. low-hipped, uh, low-rise, low-rise jeans and crop tops and stuff. Yeah. 
glitter. And but now, now she she's princess like of Wales. And she dresses like she's like a nineteen twenties housewife. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I wish she. I, well, I mean, she has. You forget that she has the same age as us now, so she probably and she has a mother of what three kids. Do you know what really annoyed me? Right, seeing my work. Okay. Uh, Eddie in my work, right, this guy I, I get along with him quite well, right, he's cool Um, he, He's a bit nerdy he's, He knows all about, like, pop culture Like I do, and, and horror movies and stuff He's a lot older than me And he goes to me, I said, oh, it'll be my 40th Birthday in May, and he goes, what? I thought you were in your 20s And I went, yes I look like I'm in my 20s And he went, nah, it's not so much how you look It's more the way you act And I went, oh, ho, ho uh, and I'm thinking, well, then I thought, well, how should a 40-year-old act then? I, I'm thinking, like, am I, is he saying that I'm immature or something? Or how does a twi- Like, then I'm going to take it back to, like, Kate Middleton, who's, like, uh, same age as my sister, say, like, 42, I think. And I'm like, well, is she dressing like that because she's, like, royalty now? Or is that because she's a mother and she's got kids? Or is it because I don't have kids that I don't act like 40-year-olds? Like, what, what's a 40-year-old supposed to act like? I don't know. What in your head? Do you feel forty? No. I don't either. Do you also? I can't go over the fact that I've got grey hairs and stuff, and I'm just like, why? Do you forget then, that you're like forty, literally yes, all the time? Yes. In my head, I'm still in my twenties. Like all the time, I, the most common thing yeah. that I would say I forget that makes me realise that I forget what age I am is like. <laughs> A celebrity will be on something and they'll be like, 41-year-old yeah. Sharon. And I'll be like, like she looks amazing for 41. Yeah, then this you is, honestly, I have this thought about nine times a week. I'll be like, she looks amazing for 41. She looks about my age. And then I'm like, oh, no, wait. She is, in fact, my age. When I was watching the Super Bowl, Usher came on and I went, oh, Usher. And then I was like, I wonder how old Usher is. Because to me, he was like really old. But he's actually only 45, and I'm like, well, that's not that much older than me. So when I was in high school, he must have been just like a teenager when he first brought his single out. And I'm like, how the fuck is Usher 45 and I'm 40? What what the hell? What's going on? I suppose that and is I'm weird like, as well, though, that like when what? you're 15, a 20-year-old is quite old. Oh, whereas, yeah. Yeah, when you're 40, a 45-year-old is quite that much. old. <laughs> he could be a paedophile when I was like, if I went out with Usher... Back in when I was 15, yeah, that would make him a pedo, but now it would be fine because there's only a five year age gap between us. I'm so glad you and Usher can date now. I don't want to date Usher. I mean, he, 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 at one point he took his shirt off and I, he went to take his shirt off. I'm like, please don't, Usher, don't do that. And he did it. And I went, no, no, no you've got moves. Please don't put it back on. Oh, I just, uh, yeah, I, I, it's weird age and process, isn't it? I just, like, I'm, I'm, how am I supposed to act? Am I supposed to act like a boring person with no personality? Like, am I supposed to act older? Like, I don't that is, get that. To be what you said, how does somebody that's, I'm like, yeah, I think if you act properly our age, it's just that you have to turn off all aspects of your personality. You have to have no proper opinions on things. You have just to be like, oh. I mean, should I just start wearing beige and not having any opinions on anything? <laughs> and give up on life? <laughs> what the like, fuck? I think a person who acts like they're in their 40s would be, if, if at the weekend it was quite wet, but also 
a goose died mid-flight and I... fell on your neighbour, your <gasps> opening thing at the weekend, if somebody was like, how was your weekend, would be to like be like, it was quite wet, so I didn't get a lot done in the garden. But just and it would never occur to you to be like, and also a dead goose crushed my neighbour. <laughs> that makes no everything I'm saying tonight makes no sense. But no. That, that's the difference between young forty and old forty. Young forty, you talk about the goose. Old forty, you talk about the rain. <laughs> yeah, that's why we get on so well, Mark. I think because we're just both as crazy as each other. Because <laughs> we're both deranged. We're both mental, and we do this podcast and nobody listens. <laughs> Who cares? Oh. Uh, we have as long as we're having fun we're young at heart fuck it that is very true yeah and I was thinking well why do I look like I, I think my face does look quite young and then I was thinking man shit to myself like well I don't put a lot of creams on and then I started thinking maybe it's the creams that make you look old and that's why they're keen to sell them to you so that they make you look old so then you think you have to put more cream on and then you keep buying more cream but it's not working evil bastards so yeah just mad conspiracy shit like that goes through my mind sometimes because i've clearly got too much time on my hands <laughs> i'm not running after kids <laughs> i know you've got a miff child but still i don't know how that's maybe obviously change your life in certain aspects but it doesn't mean it has but i feel quite often when i have weird your thoughts i just share them with him so yeah I feel like that they, if you've got children and stuff, then you're considered an old person and you, you've got, like, you know what I mean? You're just a parent and not a personality anymore. Whereas because I don't have kids, I don't I don't know. I, I hate that whole concept, though. It's stupid. Like, because I don't have children, I haven't matured. <laughs> I don't know why, because I've just got leisure time. But I don't think that's necessarily true. No. Anyway, we've gone so. over our time. We've gone over time. We have. Um, we're yeah. definitely not talking about glitches in the matrix no. anymore. No, we've we've went way <laughs> off topic. But who cares? It's a laugh. So if you what, at home listening, all, yeah. all possibly three of you have experienced any glitches in the matrix, or if you're forty, let us know. Yeah, I mean, if you're forty, can you relate? If you're young, do you feel like? Maybe, do you know when I was 18, I felt a lot older than I was. And now that I'm older, I feel younger than I am. I don't I, I don't really get that. It's, it's bizarre. Anyhow, let's pick a new topic. So I'm going to pick number 13 right off the bat. A fine choice. It's Roman mythology. Oh, thank you. Something <laughs> <laughs> we can really get our teeth stuck in. Roman Something mythology. that when we try to research it, other random weird things that are completely unrelated won't come up. Yeah, exactly. Facts are facts. But then wonder what in the Romans fought in their everyday life, which should I have a boiled egg later, you know? <laughs> does again, yeah, that is a good example, you don't think. Yeah. Oh no, what Caesar doing? The taxes. <laughs> they were just the ordinary people going about their ordinary lives. But to us we see it as like a as like a blood and sand epic. Yeah. You wouldn't see them as real people. Although when I was wandering around Pompeii, it was really weird because he had like takeaways and stuff. Like they're actually a lot more like us than you think. They just wanted to get pissed at a weekend. <laughs> they just wanted yeah, to get Yeah, I suppose probably food. not that much has changed, but you just think of it as being really different. 
Yeah, except they worship different gods and they but we're all the same really at the end of the day. Oh my god, what a cliche. Stop rhyming. <laughs> Get me out of here. Take me out of the matrix. I'm away. I'm away to have some of that homemade soup I made earlier. Mmm. You're just like Anne Boleyn. I'm just like Anne Boleyn. You've made me think about the soup. Is it because I was talking about the soup earlier that you've mentioned it now five or six times? At least. Mark and Leslie's new podcast, Historical Figures. What, did they like chicken soup or did they like tomato soup? <laughs> the big soup expose. Adolf Hitler's soupy truth. <laughs> what kind of soup did Mussolini like? <laughs> oh, right. Okay, well, thanks, folks. Um, stay safe out there. And yeah, if you've got any Matrix stories, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Hop on there and let us know. Um, you've yeah, got any excuses. Yeah. There's technology out there that allows you to do it. So come and talk to us. We won't make fun of you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>